well, quite a few people out there clamoring about this hot new flick that came out this week. Saying it might be the best movie of the year? Shoot, girl. We might have something to say about that as we talk about the new film. Film came out this week. We're talking about Arrival on a brand new episode of the Review. Review! Take me to your leader of hot new TV and movie news. Great opening, JT. Love it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Who's this? Wait, wait, Woo! wait. Who? Who's that? Intruder. Who's arrived? Bernard. Oh. Bernard, why didn't you grab this woman before she entered? Sorry, I made a late arrival. An early arrival, right? I was taking dump, sir. You're taking dump? <laughs> You're taking dump? <laughs> I love how you made fun of Bernard, of which you made the reference. And he, now he's dying laughing at his only Bernard joke. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review. You're so dumb, Bernard, even though I'm the one that did the voice for it. <laughs> A show where two small town dudes give you their big dumb opinions. I'm Chord the Max Extreme. I'm JT3K. Tonight we are being joined by the Lady Danger herself, Sea Danger in the house. Holla. She now counts as two Homo. people. Yeah, two She's people in here. casting for two. E casting for 1.5. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Question mark? Hey. I don't care if your baby's not born yet. It's still a person. <laughs> Whoa! Yes, it is. You're right, Joel. It is. Good. It's kicking ass. Done with names. Planned Parenthood! Oh my god, no! Trump, 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 Trump! I'm leaving. I'm fucking leaving. Oh my goodness. Well, before we get to the arrival at the top of the hour, we got some hot topics to debate about. Would you say that the hot topics are, in fact, also arriving? Are we just talking about hot topic? Good. (laughs) We are talking about hot topic. Oh, sweet! And the sweet... Backpacks they sell sometimes, or T-shirts. Belt buckles, sassy cups, dildos. The store that was a statement for angsty teenagers. (laughs) And now it's just one of the only sex shops in Dubuque, Iowa. No, that's a Spencer's. Oh, wrong. I love Hot Topic. Hot Topic just sells like nose rings and patches you can put on coats. What This T-shirt also doesn't care that you think I'm a psycho? I'm going to buy it. Hot Topic is cool (laughs) as shit. They have like Doctor Who dresses and like... Harry Potter dresses and pretty much every geek dress you could want. They got a lot of dresses. To to suck in the male geeks. The milk? <laughs> milk <laughs> geeks? It didn't come out as smoothly as I wanted. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you now. Let's drop into some news. Ugh. Our key key demographic is milk geeks. <laughs> <laughs> hey milk geeks. What up? Let's give you some news. Milk geeks ages eighteen to thirty-four. <laughs> eighteen yes. to 55. <laughs> it's a very wide demographic. Yeah. Especially in the upper 50s where, you know, they really they love that this calcium. shit. need that calcium. Oh, God, yeah. Guardians oh, no. of the Galaxy 2, speaking of milk. <laughs> Let's just make a bunch of nonsensical, milk? Yeah. Milk nonsensical segues. Um, uh, maybe trouble is arising? 
Maybe not. Hope not. Troy. Say it ain't so. It is so. Weezer. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has gone into reshoots. Fuck! <laughs> I know it's usually a terrible thing to hear when a movie gets into reshoots. start on a sad note? And it can only get better. Can it only get better? We know how DC no, did it. No, it could also get worse. <laughs> but it. since this is Marvel... Marvel knows how to keep their shit together. And James Gunn is at the helm. I really think he's doing some good shit. Just little pickup shots here or there. Yeah. More Chris Pratt? Maybe more Chris Pratt? Maybe naked Chris Pratt. Pratt. Maybe naked Chris Pratt. I don't think he's going to be naked. (laughs) Maybe naked Groot. Maybe a little butt. Maybe a little buns. Maybe some toes. Who knows? Give him a half crack. Think Peter Quill's going to show some buns? Give him a little half crack in there. Give him a little half crack. That'd be like the sexiest addition to a Marvel movie. Leave the ladies just frothing. They'll slide Dripping. out of their chairs. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I just um, that clean up on aisle every one of them. <laughs> Ew. See some space buns out there. Mm. Mm. So exciting news for GOTG 2. <laughs> when does that come out? Uh, Pretty soon. I think it's uh, next summer. But you're going to be like, next month. And they're nah, reshooting. Nah, nah. Yeah. Nope. Next summer. Uh, JT, are you familiar with Why the Last Man? Uh, yes, I believe I borrowed the series from you, and it was fantastic. Great. Well, FX has opted to buy the rights to that. Ooh, it's a good channel. It is a good channel. McPoyles. Right. It features the McPoyles on its own. <laughs> That's Sunny. FXX. Is it? Yes. Yep. Oh they, got, they got demoted. Oh. They got demoted to 2X instead of just 1. Well, that was a little risque, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but... It, it is picking up steam as the rights were bought last month in October to Good. FX. The showrunner Brian K. Vaughn, which is also the writer of the comic, fantastic, is being joined by Michael Green, who is the showrunner for American Gods. So it's picking up steam, JT. Good. Good. I'm happy. I real good. Real good show. I'm hoping they hope I'm hoping they handle them a little bit better than Preacher. Yeah, me too. But it's not on the same channel and the pe- person who's actually created it is the showrunner. Good. It's not like Garth Ennis and then Seth Rogen took over. <laughs> Do you think they're doing that because of the popularity of um, Last Man on Earth? You know, uh, maybe. They like to do runs on, you know, same themes. Um, yeah, but it's not quite the same. No. Like a funny comedy where there's no bodies? Well, the main character in it, Yorick is a funny person like he's an everyman but he's not really great at anything no so... even like his profession he's known as like a, an escape artist and he's really not even that good at that either. like his only talent in the book is that he has a penis in a world where <laughs> nobody else has a penis yeah except a monkey <laughs> whoa <laughs> right tree of joy lawrence and whoa. but the the story is really good so and i'm glad they're using it um as a series on television rather than doing like a trilogy of movies. Yeah. For a while it was opted for a movie and I think Shia LaBeouf was attached. Whoa. Which would have been fine. I think he would have been a fine Yorick. Yeah. Um, before he went absolutely we've insane. Seen his, we've if seen goes, his If penis. he goes full Chaz Kramer on it, I think I could see that. <laughs> yeah. We saw his tiny penis and fluff in that Nymphomaniac movie. So, I mean, you know, he's got one. That penis and that nest of pubes. Yeah, that, he that had. nest of fluff. <laughs> he did that he had really going on. grow that fro out. It made the penis real small looking. Yeah, man. But he has a penis. It is confirmed, so he could play Yorick. 
Well, there is a full frontal photograph that goes, uh, I guess, viral in Why the Last Man to show that there is a man alive. Man alive. Man alive. There's men alive in here. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you right now, he's not packing so much heat, that Yorick. Perfect for Shia LaBeouf. He's just an average. Fluffy bush man. man. Fluffy bush. Average John Dick. Whoa. Right. Uh, JT, what? I got some news for you. Yeah, and maybe according to the subject matter, I'm already ready. (laughs) You may want to have your finger on the trigger. Okay. Oh, what's it about, Troy? So the CW, really? Yeah. What about it? (laughs) Please. Well, the winter break is going to be coming up pretty soon. Okay. And so the CW shows will be taking a bit of a, hi- of a hiatus. Oh, okay. So after they come back. Oh, so they're coming back. Yeah, they will be coming back. Okay. When they come back from hiatus, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, somebody kill me, please. Somebody kill me, please. Sorry, there's a little glitch there. Go on. You know how awkward it is to like <laughs> just be saying the news, knowing at any time I'm just going to be bombarded with, with that song. Such a great song. Go on, Dro- so, I'm sorry, it wasn't me. It was a glitch on the computer. Yeah, seriously, I saw it. it like we were having problems before the show started, and like and, you know, it's just it just keeps happening. I'm sorry. Right. I think the computer is revolting against you. It's a it's really tricky, really tricky shit. But so go after, on, go after on. the winter break, Legend of Tomorrow will be moving from its scheduled home on Thursday. Yeah. To be premiering after the Flash, so you, you'll double double dose of CW shows, uh, C, uh, DC TV, DC, CW shows. That's a lot of abbreviations in that. On Tuesdays, okay. And then after the season finales of those end, I Zombie is coming back, okay, to fill. Uh, the Flash's spot on Tuesdays. Okay. So you'd be looking forward to that. And on Thursdays, a new show will be taking over. Mother of God. And it's a comic book show. Jesus Christ. Called Riverdale. And it is the teen drama associated with Archie Comics. Okay. Will be premiering. So it's not like superhero based. No. Okay. No, no, no. Good. Because as much, you know, superhero stuff is good and all, but fucking cw needs like some kind of they're just turning into like the fucking cape crusader like channel it's true so true need a little variety in there (laughs) put a little little variety in there boohoo i wish there was just a superhero channel all right fine i don't give a shit you can watch that actually fuck i I don't really watch a cw anyways i don't really (laughs) care As I could tell. You seem so butthurt about the CW. (laughs) You don't even watch it. I know. God. I don't know. It's just strung me the wrong way. Just butthurt. So if you are a fan of Legends of Tomorrow. Nah. I don't watch it either. No one in this So catch it after Flash, after it comes (laughs) back from its winter break. I was going to say, since it follows follows your best buddy Flash, I wonder if you're going to 
latch onto it at all, but maybe not. You're gonna latch. But I don't watch it on TV. Like That's I watch true. it all on demand. That's so. true. Oh, thank God. But I bet you it'll pick up ratings because people just keep it on after Flash. Yeah. I think that's the highest rated one. So maybe it's a smart move. Like maybe. they'll fall asleep watching the Flash and they'll wake up and be like, "Oh, superheroes in this. It must still be the Flash." And then it's like, "It's actually Legends of Tomorrow." And then like, "Well, now I'm hooked." Isn't Legends of Tomorrow with like all the outcast superheroes that were like they're like the B star superheroes? Yeah. Cool. Like the only thing that God. the only thing that would make me remotely want to watch Legends of Tomorrow is that I see they have Captain Cold and he's like my favorite thing from the Flash. With spoilers, really? I think at the end of season one, I think he dies. Yeah. What? I think so. <laughs> hey God, Joel. I don't Sorry know. To break your heart. Since it's a time travel show, I don't know exactly the specifics of it. Oh, well, fuck that then. <laughs> yeah, but it's got Rory but he, from Doctor but Who. But kill the one fucking per- Jesus Christ. But I think like he. Um, He's still contracted to be in these shows, though. He'll come back, Joel. I don't fucking care. Just they for killed you. Him. They're gonna. I want to die. Kill them. Put a bullet in my head. I don't care anymore. They killed him. He's <laughs> given up. Joel's given up on I everything. I gave up because of the guy with the freeze gun. He was good in the show. Was he though? Yeah, he was. Okay. I liked him. All right. Let it he was my roll. favorite thing from <laughs> what I watched of Flash season one. Um, JT, we brought up Green Hornet last yeah. episode. Yeah, I know. I don't remember why at all. <laughs> no idea. But some uh, surprising news dropped this last week. Did you see this, JT? I did see it. That Gavin O'Connor, the director for The Accountant and Warrior... Is set to reboot the Green Hornet franchise. All right. Did you see the accountant? I didn't. I heard mixed things about it. Me too. Oh, well, if you talk I heard to... drastically mixed things about it. That yeah. it was really great or it was yeah. kind of shit. Like my mom said it was one of the greatest movies she's ever seen, but she kind of exaggerates. <laughs> she so. kind of says about well, every movie. From what I heard about it was like I heard like the the script was like floating around there like it was supposed to be like one of like the best unmade scripts. Like it was on like the blacklist, which is like supposed to be like the best scripts that haven't been made into movies yet. Yeah. So like people were, like super excited about it coming out, but I guess like whoever got their hands on it just like decided to just totally make it Butchered this it? fucking not butcher it, but like just turn it into more of like an action film and not like the. It's supposed to be more of along the lines of like a guy with like autism who just has all these like skills and like kind of like focus on like his daily tribulations, but then it just kind of turned into like a. Some more interesting. He's an accountant by day yeah. and a and a crime fighter by night Ugh. kind of thing. Night. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'll, I'll probably still check it out when it comes out on DVD. Yeah, it looks like a DVD rental, not like rush to the theater to see a movie called The Accountant. Yeah, I've been digging Ben Affleck lately, so I'd I'd be willing to see what he's. I know that was the only thing I want to just check it out. St- otherwise, I wouldn't give any cares. What do you got? What do you got against movie? Ben Affleck? I don't know. I wasn't crazy about Batman v Superman, and he just hasn't wowed me lately. I I know. I'm like the one person who didn't love him in that, but... All right. You're he, not a Batman there, fan either. There is a new trailer that we saw before it goes on before Arrival, and it's him... Uh-oh. Wait, 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 but I will in. say whatever I saw made me a little more intrigued of what he's been up to. Okay. All right. Well, just hold on to that. Oh, boy. 
Hang on, man. Unearth something. Look out, man. Deep. Do you listen to the show? I do, actually. Well, then you should know that later something's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. JT, you know I'm a huge fan of those DC Warner Brothers animated features. Oh, fuck yeah. There's another one coming out called Justice League Dark. Yeah. Featuring the likes of Constantine, mm-hmm. Swamp Thing, Zatanna, a Dead Man, and Etrigan the Dragon. Okay. I know you just read that those books on Swamp Thing. I do. He I did. I do really and did. I do did. <laughs> I do did it. I damn did do it. <laughs> Uh, and the guy playing Constantine in the animated feature was Matt Ryan, who played Constantine on the NBC canceled oh, NBC show. He was really awesome. You see, I, I I watched the trailer for it, just thinking I maybe I might bring it up in another segment that we may do later. Mm-hmm. What? Just but on to it. But and it, and I did think that he sounded a lot like him. So yeah. yep, yep, yep. It, it confirms. My suspicions. Well, the news I have is that it is rated R. For <sighs> extreme sexual content? No. I think it's for, for like... Smoking doobies? Because it deals with like dark magic. So I think the ratings oh, board the thinks that... Oh, the kids can't handle dark magic? magic? Probably not. Hey, if they don't seen? say one F word in that, I'll be pretty mad. There's one scene where you see, where you see uh, Chris Pratt's butt. So. Oh God! Well then, sign me up for that dark magic. Dark magic comes out of Chris Pratt's butt How at one every point. Every Harry Potter film has dark magic in it, and the kids love it. The kids That's because the MPAA is rigged. Love yep. it. It's true. It's rigged. The true. system's rigged. <laughs> Saw a documentary on it. Totally rigged. It's rigged. Hugely rigged. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, and maybe Swamp Thing will have one of his sex yams. Oh, Troy and then like, people go into, loves like, some sex yams. Sexy yams. Has he ever talked about this sex yam on here? <laughs> no. He's explained this to me like a thousand times. That's how Swamp Thing like has sex, sexual, yeah. emotional contact. Oh, yeah. That's right. He, he feeds has, them like yeah, yams. has yeah, this lady yeah. eat a sex yam. <laughs> <laughs> I've already told Troy that that's how he's going to tell her kid. That's how babies are made is they eat sex yams. Yep. Yeah. Except in the book, they call it a tuber. Ew. Tuber? Yeah, because like a potato is called a, it's like a tuber. Oh my God. So they have to make it more gross? Yeah, so they call it like an erotic tuber or something like that. I don't know. Sex yam for the layman. Well, he loves it, and our child will someday think that's how babies are made. Hey, baby, do you want to get it on? Here's my dick turn up. <laughs> our, kid <will> be like, <laughs> our kid will be like terrified at Thanksgiving. Oh, like, I don't want to eat the yams. I know what yams are for. Sex yams. Uh, JT uh, found out a little bit about a Fox Marvel trade-off. <sighs> what? Tell me. I will. It's not as interesting as what it sounds. Because at first when I looked into it. Chelsea. <laughs> I love when you lead with warning. This is not as interesting as <laughs> well, it, it does. Sounded. It sounded interesting at first. I got interesting news. It's not that interesting. <laughs> it's not that interesting. So please, <laughs> I thought tuned. it would be something like along the lines of Marvel gets rights to Fantastic Four back or something like that. Huh. Yeah. But it's. It's awkward what it was because the trade-off wasn't really anything to gain. Marvel traded to use Ego the Living Planet in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay. 
in order for Fox to change the power set of Negasonic Teenage Warhead in Deadpool. So this happened like months ago already. Sounds like the geekiest trade-off. Like no yeah, one... because who cares? Exactly. Who cares like, for both me. of them? Yeah. Excuse me, we will we will trade you. I can legit see this negotiation being done between two people with wearing glasses that ta- have tape in the middle. Yeah, but they're sitting next to like I do believe. Them yeah, up. I do believe I will let you use use Eagle Living Planet Even if we better. are in fact able to change the magic move set of Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Even better, they're sitting next to like high paid lawyers who look like they want to kill them. Yeah. They're listening to your that song in their head as they're like, um, you would really like if Megasonic Teenage Warhead would you know, maybe swap this out. And they're like, no, it's this. Or no, they talk like they know what they're talking about. Like, yeah. we want the the n- n- Nagromonic. It's like a child no, custody it's case. Negasonic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If only we could have sat through that litigation. Oh, my goodness. Lots yeah, just think about that. Litigation happens where people say Negasonic Teenage yeah. Warhead. Think of how great that <laughs> and day And talk would about be. a planet that is alive. <laughs> and they're talking about it as if it's like real property. That is property. being cast by Kurt Russell. Like Kurt Russell is Ego the this Living is, Planet. This is being said while a judge uses a gavel and says <laughs> court adjourned. <laughs> And the judge looks like just totally glazed over. And then the judge goes home and then looks at a gun wondering if he's going to use it tonight. A little bit of news I got here, JT. The Inhumans, hot subject in Agents of of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. I guess. I don't watch the show. I don't know. It was pretty big in in the last season that I watched. Uh, But a big bombshell dropped. Yesterday, the day before, the Inhumans will be getting their own series Ooh. shot in IMAX. What? On a series? Yes. And the first two episodes will be able to be seen in theaters nationwide uh, for a limited release. And then... So how are they going to get IMAX for, like, TV? I don't know. It's not going to make any difference for TV. But it's all being shot in IMAX. At least the first two episodes are to be shown in theaters as like maybe like a it's probably a two part episode. So it looks it works as a movie. Gotcha. But then the rest of the episodes, the six remaining episodes will premiere on ABC. um, And it's all about the inhuman royal family. The only interesting inhumans. (laughs) So (laughs) forget what you think of anybody else you saw on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They don't mean. Shit. I mean, Jack shit. They don't mean Jack shit. Jack shit. Whoa. So deal with that, Inhumans haters. Dealing. I'm dealing with it. Yeah. I found it weird, but I guess it's not a spinoff of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's its own thing. All right. So, and it's. I think it's going to be um, kind of like how Agent Carter was when it like premiered in the middle of like a season or at the end of a season or something like that of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh. So... It'll be only eight ups though. It's not gonna get a whole That's twenty. Good. Yeah, nice and short. Get it in and out. Short and sweet. Oh, okay. That's great. <laughs> it That's is great. great. Oh, a, that's great. In a so time good. of so much on TV, good eight ups. That's great. It's a good run. That's, that's great. a good run. Uh, JT, last week we brought up uh, Verhoeven movies. Yep, and the remakes of them. Yep, they're all not as good. 
No. I actually looked up the numbers to them. Okay. Are you interested? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to do all that work for nothing, dude. Great. Give it up. So the first one, RoboCop, mm. 1987, budget of $13 million. They used every penny of it to perfection. Uh, it's got an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and it Should grossed $53.4 million. Not a lot. But it only came out in the U.S. It didn't ever come out worldwide. So okay. really impressive. Yeah, it's it uh, it's pretty good. Made uh, f- about four times its money, four and a half times its money. Oh hell so yeah, that's good. Um, oh, hell yeah. The 2014 remake cost a bit more to make, a hundred million, Jesus. opposed to the 13 million, and it only made back. Uh, well, it made 184 million worldwide okay and a 49 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah even i don't say i don't think it deserves a 49 percent i thought it was better than that I i've liked seen it. a lot worse movies than the robocop remake that's true and i i, I didn't do the audience score because the audience score is probably a little higher yeah i did the critic score for all these mm. um oh so you're one of those people he is <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to have like a fucking thousand numbers in front of me. <laughs> God, I'm gonna try to do the math on this. Doing math, doing mm-hmm. math, doing mm-hmm. math, doing math, doing math. So, uh, I think I did that wrong. Do it wrong. <laughs> do it wrong. Do it wrong. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. Doesn't matter. So who cares? Who cares? Who <laughs> the, cares? The next one, uh, Total Recall, 1990, yeah. starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Budget of $65 million. Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> and it made worldwide $141.9 million. Jesus Christ. I know. Uh, Rotten Tomato score of 82%. Damn. Pretty good score. Pretty good. I got to watch some Total Recalls sometime soon. It's been too long. I have never actually seen it all the I've way through. I've only seen clips. Three yeah. tits? Hell yeah. I've seen that scene. I've seen <laughs> the ending scene. I remember, I think I probably watched it when I was a little kid with my dad, but I only remember, the, yeah, the end with mm-hmm. the oxygen. He, like, goes out there. Yeah. Uh, the 2012 remake, budget of almost double... Of what it originally cost to make, $125 million, made back only $139.5 million. I'm not surprised. It did not. I, I never really even wanted to see it. Like, I'd much rather see the other one. A Rotten Tomato score of 30%. Whoa. Yeah. Like, it's it's not good. There is that really cool scene where they're fighting in the middle, in like the center of the earth, but other than that, it's not that cool. Who's in the, is that Colin Farrell? Yep, Colin Farrell's yeah. in it. And uh, Jessica Biel, right? Kate Beckinsale's in it. Jessica Biel's in it. Is Kate Beckinsale Kate a vampire? Be- Kate Beckinsale's in it. Yeah. She, she plays like the imposter wife, or like the wife that's oh. like... Ah, I have one Meh. I don't know. <sighs> Last one. Uh, Starship Troopers, the one that's getting remade. Ugh. Yeah. I don't have, obviously, the specs for the new one. Aren't people, like, protesting that? Like, they don't want it remade? Oh, it's all yeah. over Twitter. People Twitter. fucking yeah. hate I don't, hate I don't, I don't, I'm not even a super remake. fan, and I'm like, why? Why remake that? 
Now, this is more of a cult hit because I looked up the specs on this. Not good. No. Made in 1997 for $105 million. Whoa. Only made back worldwide. $105 million? That seems a lot for that time. For what the movie is, I guess. But it does have special effects. Like, I bet that... Yeah, they are, like, fighting nothing but CG shit. Yeah. yeah. And it looks pretty decent for coming out in 97. Yeah. yeah. Um, Would you like to know more? $105 million to make. Only returned worldwide 66.4. Definite loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they're making that back now. I would think they would have made it back through DVD sales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's 63% of Rotten Tomatoes, still certified fresh. It's over. Good. And good. it has gained a cult following. It's even spawned two sequels. Yeah. Which I have no idea how that happened after it went in the shitter. I can only imagine after the cult following, it made oh, enough yeah. money and back. I'm sure they were yeah. like, that people very think they could make like DVD sales and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they weren't wide releases either. They were just DVD sales. Too. I remember renting Starship Troopers when I was a kid. When I was like still like super squeamish about like blood and shit, so of course like you get to like fucking like these fucking things like just like, stabbing the shit out of people and like oh god, <laughs> I remember I was like screaming halfway through it. Then I saw tits and I was pretty good about it. But yep, so they bring it back, give you those sweet tits. There were some pretty good tits on that chick. Pretty sweet tits. Charlie Sheen's ex. Was it Charlie Sheen? Pre, pre- Sheen tits. <laughs> I don't think they were pre-sheen tits. Maybe. I don't know. But that's all my news I got, JT. What do you all got right. on your right. slate? Oh. I actually heard like Paul Verhoeven's got like a new movie coming out, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, uh, it's. I think it's called L, and it's supposed to be about like a... Uh, I think it's like supposed to be about like this chick that like gets revenge for like a rape or something. I don't know. That sounds dark. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds dark, but it's Paul Verhoeven, so it's going to be fucked up as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like his stuff, though. Yeah, I like I'm it, good. too. He always, like, finds a way to, like, make some kind of satire on, like, some crazy-ass action. I enjoy Action. It. Action! Troy, we're going to check out that Fantastic Beast, maybe, sometime in the future? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, got some Fantastic Beasts news oh. on the sequels that will also oh. be coming out fantastic beast according to what i read the sequels will take place over the course of 19 years Ooh. which will span over the course of world war ii oh boy oh, that could be interesting so do that wizard war or whatever maybe do a wizard war in this in the back gra- backdrop of world war ii maybe i'm pretty excited i i'm not Check excited out, about maybe? johnny depp but i am excited at the that this may be good. Well, hmm. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We we the we will see this weekend. Yeah. The How uh, great it is. <laughs> the uh, the uh, the current docket is that we may be doing it next week. Hey So this lady's going to the theater. <laughs> Look out! Matinee, baby. Look out! Look out! And some other beast news in in. In uh, upcoming sequels, we may explore the sexuality of Dumbledore. I heard that. Mm. J.K. Rowling dropping a bombshell saying they may jump into Dumbledore's homosexual love. Yeah, love interest. You know what? Bring it on. I'm ready for a game. She did say that after all the movies came out that she (laughs) 
wrote Dumbledore to expressly be a homosexual gay man. But there wasn't awesome. really but there really wasn't any like evidence to like prove it or anything. Yeah, plus he was like old as damn and Yeah. Fighting, you know. Mm-hmm. He but so now they now that they're going to show like a younger version of him, they might actually dive more into that part of his life. Did you hear about who the love interest is? Ooh, who's the love interest? Johnny Depp. What? That's supposedly who Johnny Depp is, is uh, Dumbledore's lover. Oh, shit. I know. I was like, that's maybe the only saving grace, but it's still, I like don't like him in a Harry Potter film. But we'll see. I want to make love to you, Dumbledore. Maybe Dumbledore really likes pirates. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a pirate. You want to get pegged, Dumbledore? Oh, Dumby, you want to put on my silly oh, hat? Dumby! Dumby! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dumby. Want to drink Dumbo. rum, Dumby? Oh, Dumby. <laughs> I hope to God oh, Dumbo. he would not make love to uh, a man who calls him Dumby. Oh, oh, oh Dumby. Dumbo. You want to put on my silly hat? Dumby. I don't know who that was. <laughs> Johnny Depp and anything that he's ever in. Oh, him constantly falling? Mm-hmm. Like almost falling? <laughs> no, it's just him running on like a big log or something. I got a yeah, feeling well. to 69, Dumby. You savvy? <laughs> God, Dumby. Can't wait. Can't wait to hear more of this. <laughs> Dumby. Uh, well, off off the Fantastic Beasts and on to what we always love, that DC universe. Great. Right. And uh, you know what? That sentiment he just gave is a sentiment of a lot of people, <laughs> including yeah. Some of the stars of said universe. <laughs> oh, great. Really? Their own stars don't like it? Okay, so according to Amy Adams, well, this is this is kind of like an off-the-cuff kind of thing, but I guess they asked Amy Adams about her role, or uh, if she filmed, she's finished filming with for Justice League, and she kind of gave like a salty response like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, I guess word's getting out that she's not too thrilled about the fact that they're just kind of throwing her in the background of especially like in uh, BVS where it's just like yeah here's a bullet go play with that for yeah (laughs) go do whatever you want and then we'll cut it out yeah especially like considering how she's usually a pretty big part of like the Superman universe altogether right like she's she's a great actress too like she's capable of so much like Lois Lane is pretty is like pretty synonymous in the Superman universe like she usually plays a pretty big part in it and they're just kind of like well, nah, we got Superman. You can go go play with his bullet. <laughs> go play with his bullet. So, yeah. It, the words get out there that Amy Adams is not too happy with her role as Lois Lane. Shit. And another thing, Michael Shannon. I heard about this. Apparently, <laughs> during, his, during uh, watching BVS, fell asleep. <laughs> wow. And admitted this uh, in an interview. Fuck. Wow, it's one thing to accidentally fall asleep. The one time he tried warm in there. It's a little. The one time he tried to watch BBS. Milk before he even went. admitted that he just couldn't get into it, and he fell asleep. That's bad when you're like in an interview, and he's like, in it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he's in the movie. Yeah, he's barely in it. But he like, his even appearance... his character in the movie is asleep. Yeah, you get, you get to watch <laughs> no, his dead. Yeah, you watch his dead corpse float in some weird pool. <laughs> Uh, so yeah shit. dc really, really making the really, <laughs> really making a suck. mark yeah suck a movie suck a movie straight into so suck a, suck a, suck they got a, a lot suck on, they got man. a lot writing on a wonder woman coming up oh, and oh i hope 
God, they I hope pull it out. As much as I want to see a good Wonder Woman movie, I ho- movie, I hope it's just a flaming pile of garbage. <laughs> oh, I want to see DC fail. I want to see DC fail so bad. Well, I just feel like they're like the little brother who's like, I'm, I'm going to be just like you, man. I just uh, look what I can do. And like the big brother's like, oh, that's cute. Like, no, I'm just I, gonna go be like awesome at everything. Like, I Marvel. see it more as like the cocky brother, where it's like, we got this, and then they just fuck <laughs> up even more the next time. <laughs> they just, and then they're like, up. shut up, man, you just don't get it. Like, you suck. You, you suck just don't get it, hard. man. You just don't get what you're trying to say. You're just dumb. Yeah, well, you know, Dave Tucker will always love him. So, whoa, shout out to whoa. Dave. Shade you, Dave. Last name spoilers. Hey, look out. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Go, Summer Dave. Man. Sorry, Ghost Hunter Dave. I outed you um, for loving BVS. Uh, also heard from. I was just double checking on my something on my phone. I was paying attention to you, Jake. Okay, he was te- he was sexting me. DC All Access announced that sometime soon they may be another Justice League trailer squirting out somewhere. Squirting out. <laughs> way to say that. Squirt and maybe attached to one of the CW shows, or maybe it'll be in front of Gotham or whatever. Oh, <laughs> or God. maybe they just won't give a shit and they'll just... Or maybe in some uh, Warner Brothers movie coming out pretty soon. It'll but just get leaked by accident. It probably will be leaked. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so look out for that pretty soon. Probably in the look next... Out. Maybe before Christmas or so. We'll see. Sorry. We'll see. Oh my God. Troy, uh, yeah. saw that movie Don't Breathe over yep. the summer. It's been getting pretty uh, good residuals on it. A lot of people going out to see it. That's Sequel. Horror film, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the one with the blind, the blind dude. guy. Blind guy from Avatar. Yep. The well, general. not blind in Avatar, but he's blind I was in... I say, I'm like thinking of Avatar, and I'm like, blind guy in Avatar, that seems Yeah, weird. you know. Well, a sequel's in the works. Oh. Don't, don't breathe Don't again. breathe too. Don't breathe again. <laughs> Get your inhaler. Yeah. Continue not breathing. That's the name of it. So we'll don't see what they breath. do with it. From how it ended, I don't know how they're going to do a sequel, and if, if they do do a sequel, it's going to be one of those ones that's going to make absolutely no sense. Nonsensical? But uh, we'll see. Susical? It'll be, yeah, it'll be Susical the Musical, <laughs> colon, don't breathe. Colon, don't breathe. <laughs> Prepare to die. Troy, a big fan of that Robert Redford. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. You have a, you know look, you have a look on your face. I actually like, haven't seen a lot of Robert Redford stuff. I've been liking a lot of his older stuff right now. Yeah. Like, a lot of his stuff that he's doing right now is he's, really good. He's pretty talented. Like that movie where he's just on a sailboat and he doesn't talk like at all. Grant, oh yeah, I kind of wanted to see that. Wrong, wrong movie. Ignore me. It's not Grant. Yeah, that's Clint Eastwood. I know. The minute now you're just came being racist against old people. I'm not racist against old. Oh, I, old people Robert look Redford. alike to you. Oh, Robert people. Redford is pretty amazing. He's been around a long time. Yeah, The Sting, Butch Cassidy, Sundance Kid, so yep. good. Well, anyways, apparently, according to Robert Redford. He's got two more movies left in him, and then he is calling it quits. I heard be that. Tarantino right. movies. It's yeah. going to be like his the, last two. Oh, my God. That'd be perfect <laughs> if like him and Tarantino both do their last two movies together. There's always yep. some weird dancing. I would like to see Robert Redford in a Tarantino movie. Yeah, I think Maybe. he could do Maybe. it. be interesting. Maybe it he'll would listen be. to this, and he'll go, you know what, guys? You're right. Guys, y- yep, you got it right. He's, he is Old like Robbie Red. I think he's yep. actually now in his 80s. Yeah, I he's, heard on the radio he's the other day. And like he's, he's, he's still kept his color in his hair, too? I mean, dude well, is... Dude's got some money. 
That's true. He's grayed out a little bit, but still looks pretty good. He looks yeah. amazing. I just could not believe he was that uh, of that age. See, Danger, since really you're a female here, would you do still do him? I would do young Robert Redford. He was like, That's not the question. Would I do, do an 80-year-old man? Robert Redford. Yeah. No. I am loyal to this man sitting looks next like to me. Looks like he's still put out. It looks like he can still... <laughs> <laughs> says Joel. Looks like he can still put out. Well... We all know how your old people hey. racist. Well, we all know we've seen those Viagra ads. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to back up my boy. Old Robbie Reds. No, he's he's super talented and I was just amazed that he has had such a long career and he still has movies in him. I know. He was on a quite a hiatus for a while too, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. But he old Robbie Reds. Civil War or Winter Soldier. It's right. That was his big comeback was it was uh it was awesome. Winter Soldier. Yeah. He was good in that. Hell yeah. Lego Batman. Woo! That's right. Right on the horizon. February, I think it's coming out, right? Don't remember. Well, anyways. Black and yellow, black and they yellow. Are, they put out a Lego set based on Lego what? Batman. A pretty huge Lego set for Batman. What? Does it have like his sweet like Batmobile and stuff like that? It's that called the Lego Batman Batcave Break-In. Oh, that sounds cool. Oh, my. It's. I think it's... In a total, it's uh, uh, 1,029 oh pieces. God. Nice. That you can and step you on can, in your carpet. <laughs> you can create the bat cave, oh. a bat boat, and for no reason at all, <laughs> the yellow duck that penguin rides That's in, awesome. Batman, in Batman Returns. Returns. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> Amazing. They, they nailed it, it. They also have a revolving door. That you can place a Batman on one side and a Bruce Wayne holding a martini glass on the other side. So it looks like he's just going back and forth on a revolving door turning into Batman from nice. Bruce Wayne. That's like one of the coolest toys for adult males. And they have... Ages 30 to 30. And they Ages have three interchangeable... They have three interchangeable suits. One being a scuba suit. One being nice. a... um, What was it? Sexy There's lingerie. a backpack suit. That's cool. Which is, uh, it's basically a Batman suit with a tuxedo holding a microphone as you're one of the Rat Pack. <laughs> nice. And there is a, oh, fuck, what is it? Um, a raging bat suit where you are have a bat suit, but you're wearing yellow boxing shorts and boxing gloves like Raging Bull. <laughs> that is amazing. Pretty great. So nothing a child would understand. No, but it's it's a toy that is coming out in light of the Lego Batman movie. Is that before Into Christmas, it. and it's it's ninety nine dollars actually too. It's pretty expensive. But it sounds like you get a lot for it though. You get a fuck ton with it. I was just, I was surprised they have the fucking yellow duck that's awesome. boat like they Batman. nailed it and it's for no reason it's not even supposed to be in the movie they just threw it in there with yeah, it but like every fanboy is gonna want that duck you saw troy but look Phoenix. it up it's called the lego batman batcave break-in and there's pictures of it online and it looks fucking awesome to check it nice. out christmas list check, check it out. out oh yeah babe check it out baby troy yeah. those oscars are also coming up too oh i know I think they announced them like in January or February or something. I thought they were in January. I think they are. In, well, the, I think the awards themselves are in February. I think they announced them in January. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. Because you got to wait for like the year to get over with to like watch them all and shit. 
Well, anyways, they've already started. They started submitting films to the Oscars, and the animated categories pretty hot. Pretty hot. In fact, there's an, a record number of submitted animated features to the Oscars. A grand total of 27. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, does not say that these are submitted. They're, yeah, not, they're, not, they're nominated. not nominated 27. Yet. But 27 different animated features have been submitted to the Oscars this year. Only one will win. A lot of good stuff came out this year, though. Yeah, Zootopia mm-hmm. was amazing. Zootopia came out. I've seen out. it like three times as an adult uh, woman. Secret Life of Pets was pretty decent. I heard, I heard that, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coop on the two strings. I've heard is heard good things about Finding mm-hmm. Dory. That animation Fi- was pretty. That's true. Great. That's true. Mm-hmm. A lot of good huh. things. That's pretty crazy. Animated feature might though. be pretty hot this year. Keep an eye on hot it. Hot to watch. Hot to watch. Hot to trot. Hot to trot. Too cold to hold. Whoa! <laughs> Look out! <laughs> You're looking forward to seeing what odd French film makes it in there, yeah. or some Japanese film just. You've never heard of. Oh yeah, for sure. In there, like we said, weird French animated film about a cat on a windowsill. Cat on a windowsill, smoking a a cigarette. Drops a pie by a clown, and then the clown cries, and then it says Finn. Finn. (laughs) Nailed it. That's how we do it. That's how we do. Troy, that Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Yep, Momoa, Momoa, busy boy. Oh yeah. He's what? a busy boy. There's going to be more Momoa. More more Momoa on Netflix. Oh, we time. have Netflix. <laughs> yes. Starting January 20th, you can see him on a show called nude. Frontier. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know if it's nude. <laughs> I don't think he's nude. Front, okay, so wait. He's out in the Frontier? That's he, the, the uh, gist of this? He's going to be yeah. on the show. It's a Alaska show called Frontier. Frontier. Alaska, the And it's Frontier. supposed to focus on the... On these these warring groups of people that were vying for the fur trade in Canada in the 1700s. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little better than what I was picturing. I thought he was going to be out panning for gold, and I'm like, that man needs to be either riding shirtless on a horse or doing something. Well, it's going to be in Canada. I don't know how shirtless. Well, that's what I'm saying. When you said Canada, I'm like, that's a little more interesting than panning for gold. All right. Well, <laughs> maybe. Been there, done yeah. that, if you know what I'm saying. Maybe halfway through the series, is like, oh, I think there's gold here. Better start panning. You yep. know, I've actually never seen him act other than being, like, in Game of Thrones where he's just a brute. So it'll be interesting he's to see him, He's not speaking English. Yeah, and he's not even speaking a known language. Like, it'll be interesting to see him as a fur trader. Mm. A genteel fur trader. A Gentile? Well, <laughs> okay all right no I, can he act i feel like maybe i don't know i saw speaking of momoa i saw him on a pretty sweet like a uh, viral clip that was going around this last week of where like i guess he was just at a bar and he like it's, it's like a bar and it also has like a hatchet throwing thing yeah i heard about this and he like grabs his beer from somebody's like anytime i want to go throw a hatchet and have a beer i go down to this place turns around throws a hatchet nails the bullseye goes and slams the beer he's like that's for this place and that guy the guy who handed him the beer is like that's the commercial (laughs) like didn't didn't you say something like they had to cut filming short one day for justice league because he just got too drunk (laughs) he showed up on set drunk so everyone (laughs) hot buff drunk and everyone just like oh momoa (laughs) oh classic yeah like no one was even pissed 
Everyone's like treating Ezra Miller like shit, and then like Momoa's on rubbing set, him down with oil, getting fucking wasted, and they're just like, <laughs> "Guys, we're just gonna cut it short today, man. Momoa's way too drunk. We're call it a half day. Shut up, Ezra Miller, <laughs> you fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> Can you think about how big he is, how much alcohol that would take to get him fucked up? Like, he's like Gaston. Like, every time he's drinking, like, a barrel of ale. And yeah. then he comes to set, and it's like, everybody else has been like... Oh. After he eats five dozen eggs. Yeah, five dozen eggs and a barrel of ale. And then he's just shit-wrecked, but still awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a So, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Um, I need to see that. That sounds really awesome. Let's see if I can find it. But yeah, I was impressed when he hurled that hatchet and nailed the bullseye. That's pretty badass. I don't think I'd want to fuck around with him. And he probably did it like, oh, fuck, I was a little off. Yeah, like, oh, (laughs) shoot. I would have done this way better. I should have chopped straight through it. I was a little nervous because the camera was on me. Yeah. Plus, I already had like twelve beers. I've already had a flag and a veil. (laughs) Flag it. (laughs) Flag and a veil. Ugh. God, fantastic. Oh, he is something else. Troy, that Westworld? Yeah. I think you told me you're not you're not caught up on it just yet. Not no, at all. But, so don't okay, you spoil anything. Okay. It was a really good episode this last Oh god. So I heard. Last you know, I heard Sunday. that. There were people all over oh, social media. Fantastic. About it. Fantastic. So it's does ki- that mean that they it. actually like kind of picked it. up pace with stuff and like Yeah. Yeah. They wrap some stuff they're up. They're definitely Starting to kind of show a little bit of it was a story kind of more, yeah. But it's yeah, it's good. It's really good. How Anyways, good? HBO finally picking up for a second season. I now. awesome. So it's not it's not just a season. There's going to be more. So. How good was it? There was a pretty good twist on the last episode that was real good. Real good. Oh, shit. Mm. I need to get on that. To get on it, so mm. check it out. Check out that Westworld. Last bit of news, Troy. Mm. Thank the heavens, Brendan Dassey. Oh, oh my! Ooh, I'm being gonna... released from prison. Kiss the sky, man. <laughs> Let's get some hallelujah chorus in here. Yeah, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Brendan Dassey. Hallelujah. He's gonna be free. Hey. Oh, that's oh, true. That's a good tribute. He just passed away last week. There you go. Do a Neil's oh, shit. bits. Yeah, I know. We should have a Neil's bit. Yeah. Go right into a Neil's Fuck bits. You, Neil. Get the bits done. Get them bits. Get right into them a Neil's bits, bits for... Uh... Dassey, about time, man. Hey, man. I feel like if he could be here, we'd be like, so how was it? He'd be like, oh. oh. <laughs> Are you happy to be out? Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, oh, great, Brendan. Brendan. <laughs> Thanks, Brendan. Good talk. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying I really hope that like WrestleMania, like Vince McMahon's like, yeah, we should totally capitalize on this. Like if he sings America man. the Beautiful this year. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine what that was. The, how badly he would muddle that. Put him in the ring. Singing America the Beautiful. Mr. Brendan Darcy. <laughs> Put him him in the ring with like John Cena. And he walks out like in one of Cena's like upbeat t shirts. Like, I'm out of jail. Do cool things. Hopefully, somebody's. (laughs) I hope that's his theme music. I'm John Cena. Do cool things. (laughs) Do cool things. Hopefully, somebody starts a GoFundMe so they can get him front row wrestling. Let's start it. Let's just start it. It's an ex assignment in his witchy mom, Alice. (laughs) There you go. People who don't know, that's Lady Man. Okay. 
Wait a minute later. Listen. There's probably so many people that uh, listening to this that don't even know what we're talking about in terms I of I don't Lady even Man. care. I don't even. And you're watch going into minutiae about people in the crowd <laughs> yeah. of WrestleMania you know events or <laughs> pay-per-view like events. Everyone around the world who has been either really into WWE or like me watches it out of love and consideration. <laughs> who notices he's at these shows, Lady Man, Lady. And uh, he, I, I searched the internet. I scoured. His name is Simon. And Brenda Dassey, I feel like, could sit right next to him and I would totally watch. They should be best friends. They should be the best of friends. Brenda Dassey should be at least special guest timekeeper. Or, yep. s- well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was going to say. Ugh. Or at least have him ring the bell. <laughs> ring the bell for the opener? Yep. Oh, oh my. God. Yeah, how much that would just you know make what would be day. even greater if he was commentary. Well, you know, it's, you know what would happen though. Yeah, you give him a simple job. Yeah. Give him a simple job like ringing the bell, and then all of a sudden he's committed. He's convicted for murder. <laughs> <laughs> he's walked out in handcuffs because yep. they're like, "Well, we know you did it, Brendan. Brendan, you rang that bell. I know you're supposed to ring the bell, but you murdered that girl, didn't you? <laughs> didn't you, Brendan? Oh. Didn't you? Oh, Brendan, we we got the evidence. Oh. You oh, were no. supposed to ring the bell. <laughs> But you murdered Lillian Garcia. Can I can I watch the rest of WrestleMania? Oh, you can what you can watch the rest of it if you sign this plea plea deal. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, man. Hell oh, yeah! Dassy. We should send a shout out to him. And I mean, he's in Wisconsin. Maybe he could come be on the show, and we can invite this ex-con in our house. I've been on wrestling shows where people have been from the county where that took place. Manitowoc. Yeah. What? And they were like, know some yeah, it was pretty Manitowoc. fucked up. Like, yeah, anyway. our photographer friend lives there and she told us that she never uses hashtag Manitowoc because <laughs> it has some real bad connotation to it. <laughs> she likes to keep it uh, keep it away from her biz. Keep it 100. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, speaking of Wisconsin, tonight's what? brew of choice oh, is the you, new guys. Glarus Brewing Company oh, sampler yeah. pack. Only available in Wisconsin. Only. Yeah. I've had friends where, like, I visit the Quad Cities, and they were like, they like beg talk. You. They like talk to me like it's a drug deal going down. It's like, yeah, some of that shit, man. Like it's you're close unreal. enough to the border. Give me some of that. <laughs> Give me some, some of that, that sweet, sweet Wisconsin Give me some of that spotted that cow, dude. Spotted cow, yep. baby. We got uh, spotted cow, which is what uh, the most popular drink. I yeah. think. Uh, Delish. Moon Man, which is the No Coast Pale Ale. I drank me a bottle of Oofta. Oofta's pretty good. Oofta's good. And I think there's uh, another one like... uh, Two Women. Two Two Women. women. Yeah, yeah. Hey-o. Guess what we did before that, guys? It's Wednesday. (laughs) In Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. We had a Wings Wings. Wings Wednesday. Wings. 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 Yeah, it was amazing. Wing Wednesday. WWW. We go to this (laughs) tiny little bar and they like know... We didn't even need Red Bull. No JT's, uh, no JT's order. Zing's fries, cheese. <laughs> yeah, Zing's fries, cheese. I love how you're just dropping all these inside jokes that no one even, nobody fucking, fucking cares. <laughs> yeah, I don't even care because it was so amazing. Everyone's turning their brains off right now. <laughs> Listen, this pregnant lady—that's a highlight of my night. Besides being on this show, is getting some wings. There you go. There you go. I can't partake in your delicious Wisconsin beer. Oh, that's too bad. Do you <sighs> you're smell telling it? me. Do you want to smell it? I already did. Good. When you weren't looking. When I when yeah, I smelled every single one when you weren't looking like a weirdo. Just gonna pour some on your pillow and nuzzle up to <laughs> it. Yeah, just pour it on. Yeah. Pour one for my homies and pour then pour it on. Lay in it. 
Well, Trey, that's all my news. Well, if that's all the news, I think we should probably get... What about the Star Wars news? The pop culture Star Wars news. See Danger with our our pop culture vixen, See Danger. I got extra news. Today, it was released that in Carrie Fisher's new book, she admitted, which who knows, it's one-sided, that she had an affair back during her Star Wars days with Harrison Ford while he was married with two kids. Shit. And he was like in his 30s. She was 18. And she like writes about how she woke up and he was like this hero with hair across his forehead and she couldn't believe that he had sex with her. He was a pretty hot dude. Care. Yeah, I know, but it was like, fella. it made the news and everybody's like, oh, what is Calissa <laughs> Flockhart going to think? And I'm like, okay, well, that was like the know. 70s. Yeah, 40 years ago. <laughs> I thought the way they posted it, like our shitty Dubuque radio station, which we all know, um, they <laughs> were talking as if like he currently had an affair, like old ass Harrison. They Ford still fucking <laughs> took a Viagra, had an affair, but it was like from like the seventies when he was married to someone else. And I'm like, what is she gonna think? What is she gonna think? What is his divorced wife gonna think? <laughs> <laughs> no, his current wife. Like, oh my god. Oh, but she yeah, don't give a mostly shit. Mostly they uh they bo- went to Bone Town. They went to Bone Town. They Good for them. Boned. Good for them. Well, there you go. Harrison Ford deserved some. As a married man? Hey, well, look, scandalous, Joel. It was the 70s. It was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> it was a... all over the news. Can't believe you guys missed that. They were in a galaxy far, far away. Yep. Different area codes. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Shui was the wingman. Ew. Well, Chelsea, watch, got the, any watch other... the door. You got any other news? I'm trying to think. Chewy, watch the door. Pretty great stuff in the news. I don't know. You guys hit me with so much CW. It's like, whoa. How do you compete? Erased your brain. Yeah, erased my damn brain. If we don't got any other news, we do have a segment that we do uh, every single show called. uh, You know it's done. You know it's done. What? You know it's done. I am See danger, is it done? Is it done? Oh, it's done. Is it? Good. That's what? it. That's it. That's it. That's the stinger for the show. That's the stinger for you know it's done. Every time's the same thing. Is is it? Yeah. It's the same stinger every time. Same You've you've heard the show same. before, See Danger. You know the score. It's Let the me, same stinger every let's, time. Let's hear what's done. Let's hear what it is. I'll tell you what's done. JT, I think. I went first last time. In fact, I did the Jesus. whole thing last time. You did. We had the same trailers. You did. So I'll <gasps> trailers. give it up to you. Yeah. Well, it's done. It. You've seen the footage. Just put out the movie. Oh, God. Well, it's so good. I don't know if you saw it, but they finally released an official trailer for a tale that's old as time. Mm. A song that is old as rhyme. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know where he's going. Beauty and the Beast. I've seen it. <sighs> Done seen it. Yeah. Don, gone done it. Now, uh, when we talked about Beauty and the Beast before, they had images out. Right. Where they showed the titular beast. <laughs> what a and, description. Uh, <laughs> I, I, to- I talked about how I was not a fan of his look. Right. No. Seeing it in, in motion here, I'm not as opposed. Oh. I'm still not a big fan of the huge horns. I'm not... A fan of the CG face. Like, I would have rather they just actually did prosthetics. I agree. Like, I feel I... like it would have come across better because the CG face, for as far as technology is, looks real. It looks shitty off. CG. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Like it's in that like it's in that weird. I don't know if the CG is finished yet, but it looks in that weird like uncanny valley where it's kind of making it look more human than beast. And to hair, me. And but he's supposed he's, to be a human. But he's so hairy. And but n- not when he's in, like look at like the beast from the animated thing. Like he's got protruding like nose, like a dog, yeah. kind of, and like fangs that kind of stick out of his mouth, hmm. like our canines, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, got, like, I would say that was the only and... thing I wasn't crazy about is I wish they they can do so much with prosthetics and I think that would have been so much. And he's a great actor. The actor is playing him. I, I, I didn't even better. catch who's playing him. It, um, I can't remember his actual name, which is terrible, but he was uh, Matthew on um, Downton Abbey. Okay, he's well, a British actor. Watch, he's yeah, really he's really great. And that's why I was like, oh, I mean, he's such a great actor. It would have been nice. And I don't know. I just think yeah. when they can do yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from. It just I can see where you're coming from better. because uh, like a lot of like the the supporting characters in it look really cool. They do look really cool. Like Cogsworth looks really cool, yeah. and yeah. Uh, Lumi- Lumiere, like the they actually like have like Lumiere being like a actual like soldier or some kind of person that's part of the candlestick that he's yeah. actually. Yeah, everything. I mean, as. everything looks great. There's actually somebody put together a trailer where they on YouTube where they show shot for shot. From the animated in comparison to the yeah. modern one. It was kind of mm-hmm. neat to watch. Um, his name is Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. Here's He's really wonderful. Dan. Oh, yeah. I was actually really surprised he was cast, but in a good way. There you go. Yeah. But, no. I mean, it looks it looks fine. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the guy that's playing Gaston, though. I don't think he looks manly enough. I didn't think he looked burly enough either. Yeah, because he's so lar- larger than life in the I kind of want to Yeah, I just kind of want to see how we actually kind of, like, hear him speak and sing. Because mm-hmm. it looks like it's going to be a straight adaptation yeah. from, like, Even the, the wolf one. scene where there's, like, wolves attacking. Yeah. Him, yeah. I almost wish they wouldn't show that much because it kind of gives it away, but... Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it looks, but... So far, I'm not, I'm just not uh, a huge fan of how the Beast looks. Emma Watson looks great. Yeah. Yes. Looks spot on. Everything else looks great, too. And she's so. a great actress, so I know she's going to do a good performance. And Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite Disney movies. It, so. it is really good. It was the last Disney movie I saw where I was still, like, little kid enough. Yeah, well, it came magical. out in the 90s. So. Well, I, I just remember going to the theaters with my parents and being like, that was amazing. And I don't think any Disney movie after that I had that same childlike... Lion oh, King? Lion King for me really got me. Yeah, but I don't know. Beauty and the Beast was my thing. My parents actually called me Chelsea Bell because I loved Beauty and the Beast so much. Like, mm. I wanted to be oh, Belle. Man. Lion King got me. Like, especially, like, since Moose went. Like, that's, like, no, the I first movie. Like, the first, like, Disney movie they made where, like, they kill, like, a main character. No. Where I was like, fuck. Yeah, but don't you remember Bambi the magic of being, like, yeah, little Yeah, we don't Belle? see the mom that much. Like I Mufasa, know. I felt like I got to know Mufasa before they fucking but kill I could, his ass. But I can see your point, yeah, Chelsea. Like, I, I Lion King Lion probably King. speaks more to boys because, like, but no, I, I did. I loved it, and I cried during that, and thought it was great. But it wasn't the same. Like when you're a little kid, and a Disney movie is like magical to you. That's how I felt about Beauty and the Beast. Whereas like Lion King was amazing, but it wasn't as like you're, I don't know, not living it, but where where you're still like it's like the magic of cinema. I got you. Got it. <laughs> But it is great. Well, JT, what else you got on that on that list? Well, Troy, got another movie. It's been getting a lot of controversy lately. Oh, shit. That Ghost in the Shell. Oh, uh, yep. 
Saw that. They finally put a trailer out for it. See, Danger got a little thought on Ghost I in the Shell. I honestly know nothing about it. I've heard about it for years from friends who like anime, mm-hmm. and I don't know anything about it, so I'm like piecing it together from the trailer and hearing all this like stuff in the news about how it's Scarlett Johansson and she's not Asian. And I, I guess I don't know enough about the story that it just doesn't look exciting to me. I mean, it's visually very interesting, but yeah. I'm like, I don't care enough to know like what is going yeah. on. It looks cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm about. I'm about that. I. I, yeah, I try to look really look cool. more into like the story about it, and it takes place like in a future where everyone is part cyborg. Like they all kind of like give into this uh, way of life where they just like get like robotic parts for themselves, mm-hmm. and then uh, like I guess somebody finds a way to hack into people to get them to commit murders for them, and then she's like the agent in charge of trying to find out who's doing all of this. Yeah. So that's a cool premise. The only thing I remember hearing is early on when she was first cast that I did find a little upsetting in the news is that not only like should it have been an Asian actress, like well perspective, but that they actually tried to make her look Asian and people were more offended that they tried to like skew her look to look Asian. Yeah. Well, she is like a, she's like a full-fledged like, Asian person like in the in the uh anime yeah but then from the trailer side i didn't notice it but i'm like i had heard in the beginning that they were really they probably upset nixed that, that. yeah because yeah, that, that, that essentially did seem really yeah that's why i was like that seems really offensive like why would you do that but i don't know they I mean, get away was, with it because it they did it in uh oh, what was it called cloud atlas <laughs> oh yeah <God. laughs> i don't know i'm not gonna race to the theaters to see it but that's just me I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I know, I hear it's great, and I even hear, like, the creator of Ghost in the Shell 2 saw a cut of the movie already and says it's pretty spot on. Huh. Like, he gives it a stamp of approval. Watch, it's amazing. But, know. like, I don't, I don't, I just don't care. I don't, I just can't get into it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Plus, I feel like when people know that you like comic books and you like things that are considered, like, mainstream kind of geeky, they just assume that you've watched it. So I have a lot of people coming up to me like, oh, yeah, man, yeah, did you see that Ghost in the Shell trailer and da-da? And I'm like, I have no idea what the hell this is. Yeah. I'm not it's, into it's anime. It's outside so. my wheelhouse, so I don't know if it's all, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not. Maybe uh, in like a year. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll check it out Curl for the show the if you want to do a, a show about it, but okay. otherwise, I don't know. Have you know. seen the anime? Do you I have not. I have okay. not. I'm not. I'm not big into anime. I don't. Molly's more into anime than I am, but it's not even. She doesn't really consider it anime. She considers it more. Like Japanese animation, she's more like the Studio Ghibli stuff. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. I know uh, a listener of ours, Jude, asked us to do, I think, some anime reviews as well, or somebody did. Um, and we asked for like a movie, and I think Ghost in the Shell was one that he suggested. Yeah, it was like that or Cowboy Bebop. I've yeah. heard of that too. Which I also heard was good. So who knows? Interesting stuff, man. It's true. Mm-hmm. Got, got any one, more? I got one more, Troy. I saw a trailer for an HBO documentary. Oh, boy. That's going to be dropping, I think, in January. Okay. Called Beware the Slender Man. Oh, oh I heard yeah. about this. I heard about it, too. It's supposed it, to be really yeah. creepy. It actually takes place not too far from here. It's yeah. like in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. About like these two girls that like stabbed someone to death in the woods, and they claimed that- She this... lived. Oh, she did live? The girl lived. Okay. Well, they stabbed the shit out of this chick, and then they claimed that awful. they claimed that they they were told to do this by an internet character called the Slender Man, right? Who's known as someone who just wears a huge black suit 
and it's completely white with no face. Yeah, they yep. thought he was going to like take them away to his castle or house in the woods or something. Yeah, yeah it was really awful. I watched a news special on it, and the girl did live, thankfully. Okay. But it was, I'm amazed that she did. She was able to drag herself out of the woods Jesus. after being stabbed several times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's crazy. And I think, I guess this kind of goes more in depth on kind of like the culture of like internet culture and how it's, how all these weird stories are like shaping youth of today and stuff. I heard it's pretty terrifying. Like in the sense that like it really opens your eyes yeah. to stuff and it's scary how far things will go. Dumb people on the internet believe anything. Kids, kids believe in, st- and they can Dumb just kids access will believe it. anything on the internet. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It looks really interesting from what they showed in the. Like, it looks creepy as hell too. Like they've got like a yeah. lot of like they throw in a lot of visuals of like their representation of Slenderman, where it actually it, looks pretty creepy. creepy. Yeah, he's very creepy looking. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a creepy like story with him too. I, I don't know. I remember I played this game online once. Like I think it's like a game just called Slenderman where you're just walking. Yeah, you just walk through these walk through the woods and you have to find these pieces of paper on trees and collect them all. And then as you're doing it, like the Slenderman is chasing you, but you don't you can't hear him. The only way you know he's close is that if the static on the screen starts getting more and more. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So like you could actually be walking towards him and you wouldn't know. <laughs> This is stuff of my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's a creepy ass game. I will never play that or see this. <laughs> oh well, I kind of want to check that out. I know. I just will never um, sleep. I actually have an extra trailer to throw in on here. JT oh, saw a shit. trailer for a film called Allied, features Brad Pitt oh, and yeah. Marion Cotillard. Oh yeah, that's what's, right. What's Cotillard. Her name? Cotillard. Um, it's actually it looks really interesting. Uh, how they're both uh. British spies? You presume or maybe that American both... spies? I'm not sure. I think British. So you presume that they're both British spies in and then, Germany. Uh, somebody comes, and it's set during World War II, mm-hmm. and uh, the head honchos of the army that Brad Pitt works for says that they think that his wife is a spy. For Germany. For Germany, mm-hmm. and has to kill her in 72 hours. Or something will like go if, down. Like if, if they discover she is actually a spy in 72 hours, either he kills her with his own hands or he is hanged. And they have like a life together and a baby. And and it's like then you see the trailer was pretty long. Like you you kind of yeah. see him starting to think like, is she a German spy? It looks great. Like, looks pretty tense. It, this newest trailer, trailer cut, looks anyway. makes me really want to see it. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. Allied. What about the one that you guys won't let me spoil? Yeah, go ahead. It can be yours. Go for the, it. Yeah, uh, Ben Affleck. I don't have the name. I didn't write it down. It's but... Live by Night, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Ben Affleck's new one that's coming out, and it looks like it's in like the maybe it's the twenties. I'm not good with that. I think it's the twenties. Yeah, and about rising to power, and it looks like just corruption and gunfight and, and stuff. stuff. It actually, the trailer was pretty intense. Like it might. It looks like it might be kind of interesting. It looks like it's filmed in the South, too. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. Which makes me maybe think that I might like him again. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> turn, turn some heads for that Ben Affleck. <laughs> He's got to build people up before his next Batman movie. Look so. out, man. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> I can only hope he's in one of those like fan boats. Like a, oh my a God, fight scene only. in a fan boat would I be the greatest. Doubt, I don't even think fan boats were around. No, in the I think they're in one of those sweet wooden boats. 
canoes? No. Why do you want them in a boat so bad? No. Well, there's a scene where they're in a boat, but they're like down in like the bayou. It looked like so. He's fan sweet. Boat? He was in a fan By boat. J W Stillwater. <laughs> if only. Did your crime go? <laughs> Oh, shit. That's it. That's all I have on that's Ben it. Affleck. That's, that's it. Enough. All right. That's enough. That's enough. Well, that'll bring us to our main topic of the evening. <sighs> Not even close to the top of the hour, but we have to talk about it. One yeah. of these days you guys will do it. We're going to be spot on. And we're gonna One fuck, of these We're going to high five so hard. Yep. Woo. With our dicks, probably. Yep. Okay. Our dicks going to grow hands and high five. <laughs> Yuck. Bruno style. Uh, the arrival, no, just arrival, uh, dropped last weekend into theaters, yep. starring Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner. Yep, and as and Forrest Whitaker, old lazy eye, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> uh, and it's been getting <laughs> rave reviews by eye. critics and uh, regular moviegoers <laughs> and alike, me. and people, and regular me. people, um. Essentially, the story of this is there are these alien crafts that uh, just appear on Earth, 12 of them to be exact, all around the world in random locations, and they kind of are just chilling out there. There's no aliens that come out or anything. They just Hover. hang out there, uh, suspended above Earth, and it's how the world deals with them and where they go from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amy Adams plays a uh, student, uh, or she's like a, she's a linguist. A, yeah, she's like yeah. a master of linguistics. And so, uh, people, or as I've heard, she's a cunning linguist. Uh, right? The the wow. American Armed Forces uh, wrap her up into this whole thing to see if they can try to communicate with the alien ships because they did get a signal out. And uh, trying to see if they go from there. Yeah. JT. Now, see, Danger, you also you you've already talked about how you had rave reviews for this. Do you yeah. want to elaborate? I honestly, I think it's one of the spoiler best. free. Spoiler free. It is one of the best movies I've seen in a really long time, Ooh. and I went in with a very open mind. I hadn't seen a lot about it, and we went to just like a Monday night showing, mm-hmm. and I left feeling as inspired conceptually. Probably as I was with like across the universe. Like I just felt like there was a lot of really great things to think about that I wasn't expecting to have found in an alien movie. Mm-hmm. And that was really great. Right on. Right on, right on. Yeah, no spoilers. No, yeah, good. Fan- fantastic review with no spoilers. No spoilers. Troy? Well, JT, I thought you were going to oh, uh, go. I, since didn't I, I did go the- first last time? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I thought you were just going to add on because we were going around the Oh, I, I can here. go. I do, it doesn't matter. Oh, well, then by all means. By, oh, if you're by all, by all meansing me, then I will, I will go. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, I want to hear this. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was really good. I, like, it was, I don't think it stuck with me as much as, like, uh, like other films did, but uh, it had, like, a lot. It definitely made me think about stuff. Like I remember, I saw it with uh, Molly when we, and as we we're like leaving, we had this like super long discussion on the ride home just about like like language and culture in general, and like I don't know, it kind of like opened these like doors of like the possibilities of like getting to know another 
like just another culture in general mm-hmm. and like how that can change your perception on things. And granted, like the way they tackle it is way more science fiction, but in a way they almost kind of, they kind of, uh, they tackle the same aspect of it just in a more elaborate means. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really well done. Um, like I, maybe it's just because I watched way too many movies, but I did kind of see the twist coming, like middle mid midway through, like yeah. a little bit. Yeah, there <laughs> is like a big twist in this that pays off in the end, and uh, I had no idea that there was one, but I listened to a spoiler-free review of it of a guy I trust on YouTube, and he said there was a twist in it, and uh, you can see it coming. Um, if you pay attention early on, and so I guessed what the twist was before it happened. Yeah. Um, which I will go into like more yeah. spoiler talk, yeah. but I was kind of like, if I didn't know that I was supposed to be looking for a twist, I wouldn't have guessed it. See, and I, I yeah. knew there was a twist, but I forgot about it while I was watching the film. So I went into it, the twist and the and the payoff, mm-hmm. feeling like, oh yeah. wow, like that was, and maybe it was more amazing for me because I didn't look too far into it during the movie yeah but i mean knowing um i mean just kind of guessing what it was and then having it pay off at the end didn't really that didn't ruin it for me because it it makes it a very interesting concept once you know what the twist of the the like especially after the after the after they show the twist and everything like the way that they kind of interconnect all those means into the resolution of it all together it was really cool yeah Mm um there was uh just one thing, I, I'm not going to talk about it now, not in, until we get to spoiler stuff, because it'll ruin kind of like the ending of the movie. There's that. There's like just the one criticism I have of it, but it has, doesn't have to do with the twist so much as it does with um, a relationship between some people in the mm-hmm. movie. I think I'm on the same boat. Okay. <laughs> I think I can t- kind of tell what you're talking about. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, beyond that... Um, I wouldn't say it goes. I wouldn't say that it like it is a slower moving movie, but it yeah. didn't really. I don't I think I ever really lost interest at all. But it is a slower paced. Like you, you have to kind of give it give it time to open up. Yeah, I would say that more in like maybe like the first twenty minutes or so. But I never felt it really dragged. No. Okay. Yeah. Um. There are long establishing shots. It makes Montana look pretty great. No shit. <laughs> It was a beautifully and, shot. Yeah, movie. it was really good. Like when the, uh, the, especially that one big establishing shot where they, yeah, the fogs rolling in, the fogs rolling it. in over the hill, over oh, that little yeah. army camp, and, and stuff they really like that. show you the perspective of like how large it is from being up that high, and the like, mm-hmm. army camp looks so small, and yep. the whole valley around it. Yeah, it, it, the whole cinematography, even when it opens up, and it's not on anything. I mean, the minute the cinematography opened up. I was immersed in the film because it was just beautiful. Yeah. Like the lighting, yeah. the shots, everything was just really, really well done. It was good. I like. I also like how they uh, they tackle a number of different aspects yeah. of like this happening too. Like not just like what we have to deal with, but what these other countries where yeah. these ships are have to deal with. Like it almost kind of like tells you in a roundabout way how disjointed we are as a as a planet. Oh, right. I know. Because we're, we're all we're all so not trusting of one another where it's like the drop of a hat where it seems like 
some shit's gonna go down. It's like, nope, cut all contact. Yep. Yeah, they're gonna fuck us over. Keep us to, and that's keep it to yourselves. And that's like just a kind of like a subplot. Yeah, of yeah. The, all this happening. It was really, really good it's social like, commentary because all this is happening all around the world. There's like different diplomacies and all this where this is happening. Yeah, and like some people the U.S. is not so friendly with. Some are more chummy chummy, mm-hmm. but like throughout this whole thing like everybody's having a disagreement on how they should all go about this and everything so it's yeah. and how really fast interesting they should go about it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh but uh, this and along with that this movie has several different aspects that make it very interesting to talk about like the linguistic side on mm-hmm. how like Mm-hmm. Like if an alien did land on there, you have no <laughs> reference to how they can communicate at all, whether it be yeah. Yeah. written language, spoken language, or anything like that. And so that's an interesting topic to talk about. Yeah. The whole uh, aspect of the ending is very interesting to talk about. The diploma, like the subplot, is interesting. How the world all connects together um, is all interesting. It's like there's so many different things to talk about in this movie. It's mm-hmm. really smart. It's really well done. It's paced really well, even if it is a little bit slower. It, and it didn't turn into a big action-y thing like I thought mm-hmm. it might have fallen into. Yeah, I, I was there's like one explosion to. in this whole thing. Yeah, which was fine. And even that fine. was yeah. still, it just wasn't, I don't know. It bi- I thought it was handled pretty well because yeah, it was building too. up quite a bit of tension. Yeah, uh-huh. and I thought I thought yeah. it was... like if the minute it happens, you're just like, now shit's gonna hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I thought it was really well done. And, yeah, uh, I I would definitely suggest it. It is really interesting how they they do take a number of different aspects and they combine them in a way where it doesn't feel like any of them are forced. Like yeah. they all they all interweave it with each other where it yeah. actually seems like a full fledged story instead of like. Well, yes, it's about linguistics, but it's also about this. So let's talk about this and then talk about this. No, they, they're all interconnected, and it doesn't feel like anything's forced. And I enjoyed that. Yeah, Why sorry. Why someone talking? I was writing... I was. <laughs> Writing a note down so I could bring it up. Just so I minute. could hear you slowly say you enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I would I would recommend seeing Arrival. It is it is great. Like, it I, is great. It's worth seeing in the movies. I'm hoping too. it's an an Oscar contender because it does. It's a movie to make you think. I but I, I don't it is. know. I, I think the performance. I think I thought her performance was amazing. Yeah, Amy Adams is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Okay, spoiler territory. Finally, let's there spoil the so, shit out of this. If you haven't seen it yet. Don't listen. Turn yeah, on. please don't out. listen because it's worth checking out for yeah, sure. It is. it is definitely an interesting twist. It's not even. Oh man, yeah, I still want to spoil it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the ending um is pretty unique. Uh, you get to see uh Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner talk with these aliens, and you find out that they're um you see their you've seen it in the trailer that their language uh is written like. Cycl- cyclical yeah like it looks like a big coffee stain <laughs> it, it does yeah. he actually leaned over in the theater and was like pretty funny they're talking coffee stains huh <laughs> like, you witty son of a yeah. bitch i just like shushed him and kept walking <laughs> but um that coincides with the ending because it's almost not just an alien movie but it also is kind of it's time time travel yeah. as well. It Not really for comes humans. down to time for everybody. And um, it's like a time perception. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of like how it was in Interstellar. 
when you can get into that fifth dimension and you can kind of see yeah time from you can move yeah. time around mm-hmm. any way you want that's kind of how like these septopods which they're named in the movie oh, that's true heptopods yeah. is it hepta or sept hept. hept would be five yeah. sept is seven and i thought they had seven well anyway they got a lot of got a, a lot of gangly things one of the, <laughs> some of the pods old ganglies um those are the aliens that you see and um the whole thing of it is that they are from who knows what time, but they know in 3,000 years, they need the Earth to be a single, cohesive they unit. They need our help. They need, they need it to yeah. be a unit, and they need our help. So they're trying to get the Earth to work together in this point yeah. in time. Yeah. Prepping us to get there. Yeah, so they can help them in the future. And so that's when they're talking with Amy Adams and Amy Adams finally learns like their language. She's like flashing in and out. Well, she's flashing in and out throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. But the more she learns their language, the more she sees these, these images of people she's never seen before. Right. But, but you, you don't, don't know, you don't know that. that she yeah, hasn't true. seen them before. Until you just the think end. she's flashing back to like, cause at the beginning she talks about how she had a son or yeah, she, she had, had a daughter, daughter. She had a daughter, and then she died, and then you think that was all in the past. Right. And you don't see the father. You just kind of hear about him, and um, and she starts out by saying, like, I thought this was the beginning of your story or yeah. something, and you're like, okay, where's this going? Right. And that's from the very beginning, and, and the guy that um, I was watching the review from said, like, in the very first scene, if you pay attention, yeah. that'll pay off in the end. Which yes. it does. And it, it really is. And, that's, and I kind of guessed it right away. As I'm like, if there's a twist in this and they're showing these out of context, like scenes, like kind of interspersed throughout the like first act or so, I wonder if this is not linearly told, if this is in the future. And so I had that in my head throughout the whole movie and that's ended up having. Yeah, it it got me. it It got me when they she talks about. They don't show the father at all, but then like she has this conversation with her daughter where she talks about like how like her father is very scientific, and then yeah. they always have that ongoing relationship between her and Jeremy Renner, where she's more of the she's more of the psychiatrist or the person that kind of uh, connects with people, and he's more the scientist that sees it from an analytical yeah. angle. And when they said that too, that solidified it. I'm like, yeah. oh, I see, I yep. get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so at the end, uh, you realize that she's been seeing all these things throughout um, the course of the movie. She's seeing her own future and how it all is adding up. And she ends up saving the world and bringing it together by knowing a point in her future where she can can communicate with a the Chinese army general. Yeah, which was very cool. He's kind of like, yeah, he's the one who's (laughs) forefronting the whole rebellion against these aliens right. that have come yeah, down like chi- china and russia are really yeah aggressive yeah anyway she gets him to back down and uh, pretty much bring the world together and then in the future right well i don't remember she tells the army general the dying words of his wife yeah well she flashes forward oh, to God. she flashes forward to a party she goes to a year later right where he, co- yeah. where he comes up to her and says, here's my number because I'm pretty sure you're going to need this because you called me 
mm-hmm. that day. Or no, he kind of hints to it, and she's like, "Your number," like, and confused, and he keeps going with it. Yeah, because he was. Because I like how that- they they treat it where it's like the future can also be like a memory that you kind of forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where there's so much stuff, like it's kind of like when like someone reminds you of something, like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." Like mm-hmm. that's kind of how she treats the future, where like if someone brings it up, then she's like. Oh, yeah, that will happen. It's kind of like, I know it's not the same concept, but it's kind of like that movie Frequency where something is happening in the past and they're getting it now and it's changing things where in the future memory, he's giving her little pieces and she's literally in the, they flash the present time. She's racing on a phone to call the, and she's literally, as it's flashing in her head, she's saying it on the phone and that's what changed it. It was kind of neat. It was like the future talking to the, Kind of like in the well, like, or something. Me and Molly had this discussion when we were coming, when we were driving, like one of our many discussions we had on the way back, where it's like she, because she knows his language now, that she sees time all at once. Like Dr. Manhattan does and watches. Yeah. So it's like when someone brings something up, then she notices that as opposed mm-hmm. to like she, like, oh yeah, this is the time that I know this. Or like, we're as, we, perceive time as backward and forwards but she perceives time as everything's happening all at once mm-hmm. and that's why she can't really change anything and that's why she can't really like she can she can observe things but she can't like go out of her way to change things well, she's really... but she can change things if she... she wanted to yeah she has the choice but she never really does no she doesn't but she she can like the whole thing with like, she knows that her child is going to die in the future, but does the whole thing is, like, would she want to give up those happy moments she has with her child, like, her child yeah. in the future, knowing that she'll never have one then, if yeah, she like, changes the change mo- in her the mind? Future. Yeah, like, But there's also that happen. scene where she, she talks, where, like, she's talking to her daughter, and she says that, I know you're going to get this disease, like, she doesn't say that she's going to have the disease, but she, like, she knows of this disease... And she could warn people, but she doesn't. I don't know if that's like a... If she's just a- accepting the fact that she's going to die. I I didn't take it as that she could warn people. It was that, that it was like... I took it as like she knew it was something that they can't cure. Like it was a fast-spreading, incurable something. And she tries to relate it to her daughter like... Just like you're yeah, but- fast-moving and swimming and doing all these things. We can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, but th- then that, yeah, th- that kind of leads, leads to the whole, that's what leads to their, uh, the falling apart of the relationship yeah. is that Cause she, she perceives it and she's almost, she's, she's already accepted it and he can't because he only perceives time as backward and forward where she sees well, it, it everything all like at once. She told him later on into their child's life that she knew this was going to happen because that's when she's saying, like, I told your daddy something he didn't want to hear and he told me I made the wrong choice so she made the choice to go ahead and have a baby knowing that this was going to happen to them true and he was upset knowing yeah. you had a baby with me just to know that we were going to go through this heartbreak yeah so but that's not up. that's not implicitly said you kind of have to piece that together he, she does say because yeah. I made you or he said you made the wrong choice I know but that's not it's not <laughs> implicitly said stuff. what the whole thing was cuz I, I I missed that part and you had to tell me on the car ride back like mm-hmm. I'm like oh that makes sense It hit me sense. really maybe it's just being pregnant and like being prepared to be a parent and like thinking about that stuff but that when he said that I was yeah. like oh my god Yeah Yeah but you can see all these things were like it's really deep Yeah like you can <laughs> like they show 
like especially after they show that he's going to be the father like all these things where he's basically forefronting all of these decisions and she's just going along with it and then they get to the point where it's like oh yeah by the way she's gonna get sick and die mm-hmm. like especially like the part where he's like let's have a baby and then you can see that look on her face where she's just kind of like okay apprehensive yeah yeah, yeah. so um let me get to one of my criticisms then because like at the yeah. very end of the movie of like the current timeline not anything that's happened in the yeah. future like it's seen what I didn't like is that Amy Adams seemed to just accept it and want to be with Jeremy Renner like like right away. Did you get that? I just thought that their relationship felt really forced. That yeah, that's what like, I think. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't say that them getting together was bad. I would say that it was like a lot like a lot of the movie felt like a respect between them. Like right. never, nothing really felt romantic. Like, I would have liked it more if it would have been, like, at the end, if he was like, hey, I really like you, let's get some drinks later. Yes, that's exactly what I mean. And then yeah. and then, then it leads to a relationship, as opposed to, like, at the end where it's like, I just always want to be with you. And then they kiss, and it's like, that never really felt like it, see, that I kind of relationship. Agree. I felt like it was, they just had this professional relationship this whole time. And then, right at the end, it's just like, well... Amy Adams knows that, like, they're going to get together in the future, so why don't I just fold and just, like, get with him right now and just speed things along? I don't know. I guess I... That's how I felt. I I don't know. I felt like he was the one that was pushing it more than she was. I would agree with that. Like, from the minute he meets her, he's he's reading her book and he's complimenting her on it. And she's like, oh, okay. But I think, I guess, it didn't bother me as much because if you think about... You're watching a movie that's only like an hour and so long but in the film time is spent i mean they're there for like a month or two working on this in a really stressful situation where like they're in and out of sleep and they're pretty much the only two of their kind like working in this army base where everybody's like yelling at them and expecting high pressure things and they're stressed out and they're really intelligent and they respect each other's you know what they do and he helps her in some way figure out a big piece of it like he actually kind of starts understanding and he believes in her and i feel like he was in awe of her intelligence the entire time and she was kind of like cold and he makes a comment about something about you know being a scientist and how that probably means why he's single and she's like well you can be good at communication with people and still be single and i just thought it was interesting because here they are in this really stressful situation in a like basically in a boiling pot together Mm -hmm. like to me it would be easy to see that a relationship could start out of that they experience something that no one else really could explain you know be a part of mm-hmm. and then she comes back from it and sees that like she he sees her save the world like she probably wouldn't have been able to make finish making the phone call that saves everything without him standing up for her and putting himself as a human shield like granted they didn't shoot at him but he was like jumped in so obviously there's a close bond he trusted her yeah, I can yeah. see all that. Like, I can see the close bond, and I can see them like. See, I just thought that was. I can see them up. getting closer together as the movie went on, but it never really gave me that mm. moment where it turned romantic until the very end, and it yeah. was like, and it went from like zero to a hundred. I, like, I didn't. I didn't see them getting. I didn't see them like slowly developing like a romantic relationship. I felt it more as like a professional. I respect what you do, kind of thing. And then at the end, it was like, I'm kissing you. Yeah. yeah. I guess I could see it. But for me, it was like, I felt like he was there the whole time and he wanted, I could feel like he wanted, maybe I mean, just being a woman. But then she's the one who goes up in the ship in the end 
she realizes that's her like she sees these things can you imagine standing there and see your life flash before your eyes and that's a person you're with and that's your baby together and that's yeah. your life of course i i think it could very easily like snap something in your mind it's not like she like was just like hmm i wonder it was like she's having this insane experience where it's showing her her life in front of her and yeah. i'm sure something clicked you know well, maybe, it, but I didn't like again. I didn't see her. I didn't see her pushing this circumstance. I saw him doing it at the end. She was so focused on figuring this out, though. That was like why she was there. I don't think she was there. I mean, I think. But you're I just going back on what you just said. No, but I think I would have been disappointed <laughs> if, like, the way you guys were saying, where they like either made it more lovey-dovey leading up to that. I think it would have taken away from me because it was. I liked seeing like he had a lot of admiration for her, <coughs> and she's they're focused. But the, I, I could easily see how it would lead to them being together. And they just I can kiss. See how it, yeah. like, you know. I can see how it can lead them being together. But, like, I agree, I agree with Joel, like, 100%. Like, they do seem like they have a professional relationship. And then all of a sudden, at the end, it's just like, now nah, we're going to be together and, and, like, have a life together after this. Like, right now. Starting right now. <clears throat> yeah. Well, then maybe it made him not want to take it for granted. You just got really horny at the end. Oh, he even but says. I can maybe see it from his perspective because it does show like he is admiring her by reading her book even before she gets on that helicopter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe he does have an infatuation with her. It's just weird that like to me, I didn't feel like it was a natural progression. Like they didn't even like share like a wink and a smile like any time during like yeah. the rest of the movie. Like it's it all like happens were... in the last minute. Yeah. It felt like they were all too focused on the job at hand for them to actually appreciate one another in that kind of style and then it was done and they were safe yeah so you could and then relax it was... and just... but it didn't work it didn't work i don't well, it doesn't I work I say, disagree i wouldn't say it didn't work it was just that i don't know it felt like the whoever director like the director or whoever wrote it was just like well we need to we need to hammer home that they're going to get together now and they just threw in this when well, I'm going to kiss you and I and talk about how I just always want to be around you. And it, it nothing ever struck me like that was that was a thing. It was just they were it seemed they were more focused on the job at hand than actually being in their own presence. Yeah, I would I would have wouldn't have minded if they left it just kind of ambiguous at the end. Yeah. Like they kind of just have like they just give each other like a side hug or something near the end yeah. and they're just kind of. Like kind of rekindling all the moments they've had so far with this whole alien thing, and then maybe you think they get together through like her visions that she had, or maybe yeah. they she does change her mind and change the future. You don't know. That would be cool. Like yeah, just having a thing where it's like he just asks her if you want to go out for drinks, and then you just kind of like zoom on her face. Like, am I really willing to accept this life that's already been handed to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like knowing what's going to happen, and then maybe that. Maybe her not wanting to accept that could change everything. Right. You okay, Chelsea Danger? Sorry for the coughing, Having a listeners. Bit of a fit. I'm a little ill still. Um, I'm all right. Yeah, this movie was really great. There's just, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just all the heavy things that were happening in the movie, but there was just something that didn't resonate with me, and I didn't leave the theater being like, "Wow, that was really great." noticed because i was like this was amazing and you're but very they, quiet. it was so weird because i want to because i liked a ton of stuff in it i liked 
all the subplots or whatever, all everything was done very intelligently. I love the linguistic stuff. I like the actors and in it and like I don't know why, but I left the theater and I'm like, I don't know why like something is just missing for me to make me just walk out of this being like, Wow, that was really great. Yeah. Yeah, I can I don't know. I can kinda see where you're coming from because I yeah, I loved it too, but it never it I, I I was excited about it the whole day and then I don't know, it just it didn't stick with me as much as, as other films that I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. And but I I still I still love the hell out of it. Yeah, like, me too. Uh, like me and Molly were having this discussion on the way back where like she took a lot of uh she was looking to become like a social worker or something, so she took a lot of like like uh psychology classes and a lot and part of it like one of her favorite classes was like a culture psychology type thing Mm -hmm. and she did a lot of things about like language and stuff like how there's there's certain uh languages where there's like 14 different words for snow yeah and like like, no word yeah and there's no word for like summer or any kind of season changing so it's like knowing so it's like in a very scientific and like sci-fi manner they're dealing with this whole aspect of how knowing a certain language can change your perspective on life in general mm-hmm. and how us only knowing this one language are judging these other people that know this other language mm-hmm. and our two perspectives on life altogether could be completely different yeah. but we're judging them on what we know not what they know right and the aliens language was really cool as well yeah because they explained it as like every one of those symbols that you see those circular coffee stain symbols are like a complete thought like a sentence mm-hmm. rather than like just a word yeah and they explained it as like if you were trying to write a sentence with two hands starting at each end and meeting in the middle that's how complicated like this one thing is to yeah. try to like write it and think about how to do it and i was like wow that's a really fucking heavy <laughs> idea it was heavy and so um amazing they would think we would figure that out yeah so anyway that that was just an interesting aspect of it another thing though i had a question about like so is it just amy adams and her character is able to like kind of see like the her future or like her all of encompassing of her life yeah or is it the fact that you learn the language and you get to see kind of your future as well i kind of took it as that yeah yeah. Because I think, like, yeah, like, she, I think she learned enough that she was able to see enough in the future to a point where she did know the entire language. Yeah. And that's what was able to make her go back and forth from... Well, and it almost was like, they kind of hint at it, and granted, I think it was a dream. It didn't seem like a dream at first, but it was where Jeremy Renner brings up um, a theory about when you learn a new language, it can actually, like, rewire y- your brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how you think, and then she, like, you realize she's dreaming, but I felt like that was kind of a hint at it, mm-hmm. that she's understanding something so complex, and she's pretty much the only one who figures it out. All the other countries, like, one of them's doing, like, a game, or they another one's doing math, and she figures out their language and figures this whole web of things, and she's studying it so intensely. Well, no, they, they almost kind of, like, play it <laughs> off. It's like her brain. They play it off as kind of, like, the minute these countries decipher the word weapon, then they all shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, 
which it makes a lot <laughs> of sense. But they didn't decipher like, it. They heard it from her. They heard it from the Americans, and they freaked out because of that. Really? I thought she deciphered it later because it no, was like... because they cause, she got she figured it out off her weapon. Okay. And then they say, they she like, they're filming this, and they admit it. And then China and everybody freaks out and is like, we're pulling our people out. We're not... And they're pulling all their information that they've learned because they hear off her weapon. And she's the one who's saying... Weapon doesn't have to mean yeah. weapon. It can mean tool. Like you don't, we don't know what that means. We need to go back. And they're like trying to pull it because they instantly hear weapon and mm-hmm. yeah. they can't conceptualize Which is so easy for else. like us to, yeah, like the minute. <laughs> Which would be scary to hear. Yeah. I mean, it would be, but. And that goes back to like how mm-hmm. we see, how we see language as opposed to what another culture or another But even she just took it at first because they said her name off her weapon. Yeah. And it, she ends up being the weapon. Yeah. She, her ability to see that, like, to change minds, to to see time differently. Yeah, she's the weapon, mm-hmm. and so it's mistaken as like all of us off, like we're offering a weapon. But then my thought is like Jeremy Renner was in this just as intensely as she was, and he had to be picking up the language if he's working on this for. He did, but like then why can't he? see like little blips in time as well he can't understand yeah. it like she, i mean he starts i, I get it up. that but like she in depth figures it out yeah but she's not but even before she's figured it out she's like seeing the future and shit and he's not he's not trained in like linguistics he's more of a scientist like he's not yeah. he's not trained to be able to decode other people's languages he's just he's, like he can he can he can uh recognize when something's not the same as another thing because he, he points it out where it's like is that, a, is that a different symbol but beyond that i don't think he can really decipher no. what but he deciphered the thing for time but she had already created a database of words for what they would mean and then he figured out that's the symbol that kind of represents time and no he he mathematically like measures the space between it and makes it like a three-dimensional model Okay, yeah, I get that. Like yeah. I get that. I, I don't know. For me, I just have a hard time find it's like seeing that if Jeremy Renner is hired onto this project and he is intelligent as he is and he's encompassed in this whole thing as much as she is, even though she is a linguist and probably can pick up on it faster, that he didn't pick up a, a huge chunk of it as well. And if you do learn the language, yeah, then you get to have these like... They don't tell you like that's the final thing she's also the only one who puts her hand to the glass and it you, she seems to have some some sort of experience well that's between. my question then is it that or if you learn the language you get I to have it's a that. whole combination but i think they wanted her to understand this co- i mean she's understanding they see she's understanding she puts her hand to it like she seems to have a moment when she puts her hand to it and it also has its like pod thing touch it and go through i mean he starts towards the end getting onto the language but she's the one who solves it none of the other countries gets anywhere yeah. i know i get it but i don't know though because Troy even kind of brings it up because they even show like in the future like even if he does understand a little bit of it like he's still not maybe encompassing it because he does kind of he never really fully understands like what she can do especially after he leaves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know man <coughs> i thought it was really cool yeah, I thought I thought the movie was really great, um, but that's pretty much all I got to say about um, Arrival. Besides giving it a final grade, anybody else got anything to say? I'm gonna hear your final grades. 
You're going to wait for us? <coughs> Waiting for you. Waiting for me. Waiting for you, man. I would give Arrival a solid A. I would think there's a lot... <coughs> Like it's a heavier movie to deal with. Um, it's you could walk away from the movie, talk about several different subjects of anything that happened in it. There were like little nitpicks I had that I mean we just went over them just now. Oh yeah, uh, they don't they, they don't really ruin the entire movie experience for me for Arrival at all. Yeah, like, no, nothing ever really takes away from it. JT? I'm, yeah, I'm I'm. Right there with your solid A, for sure. That's what I'm I would give it. All on board. I'm surprised, though, that you gave it an A with everything you said. Yeah, but I still understand that it's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, it is yeah, a great it, movie. It's, it's amazing. I, I think for what it tackles, it's not my cup of tea, but it still got me interested. And I'd, for that, I would definitely always mm-hmm. I'd, I'd give it a solid A. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely more intelligent than, like, I don't know. <laughs> Doctor Strange, like it's Doctor Strange, was really great, yeah. and it was probably more fun. But it's definitely more cerebral movie. And it was neat that it was an alien movie, not in the traditional form that they tend to be these scary, actiony type things. But it was also cool that it was like a woman lead, and it was linguistics mm-hmm. yeah. that really unlocked the key. It was like an interesting, intelligent way of thinking about it mm-hmm. and time. I mean, holy shit, it was like a whole time movie mm-hmm. that you didn't even see coming. They, like, punched you with this side. Yep. Punched side you in the side. But yeah, I'd give it a solid A or higher. I just thought it was wonderful. Right on. Right on. Well, other than Arrival, JT, and Sea Dangers, and anything else you've been into this last week? And then you've been to Sea Dangers? Uh, cricket, cricket. I've been working real hard, so my brain's been a little mushy. Everybody works. <laughs> Everybody works Everybody some. Um, yeah, I don't know. Watching my normal shows, Lucifer, pretty great. Picking up steam. Mindy Project, great, reaching its hundredth episode. Ooh, get that syndication Monday. I don't know I how don't that know works. It, yeah, I don't know if it will be with that because of it being on Hulu and not on. Yeah, but television. all the network, all the broadcasting networks have a stake in Hulu. So well, I would love to see yeah. it because it's it's a great show. Yeah, but I know there's. I know like they will edit down for time and stuff. I've seen a lot of shows do that. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. I think Hulu though, or Elite, the Mini Project, does stick to like a 22 minute. Um, yeah, it's, it's time a schedule shorter, though. There you go. Shorter time slot. But yeah, I've been pretty much Play doing itself. that. Pretty great. Uh, well, I started reading a book called Miracle Man. It's got a very interesting backstory. If anyone's not familiar with um, the story Miracle Man, it was a character created, I think, in the 50s. And it was kind of a ripoff of Captain Marvel Shazam. Like, if you speak the magic word, you turn into, like, this superhero. Gotcha. But in the 80s, Alan Moore took over Of as course. A That's... Oh. <laughs> it's already good. Yeah. And kind of took it and spun it and turned it on its ear a little bit. Made it more adult. Um, made it <laughs> really more. Made it more interesting for sure. And uh, I'm I'm really into it so far. the The big thing about uh, Miracle Man was that it was wrapped up in like legal controversy for like decades. Like DC owned it at one time, Marvel owned it at one time because of legal things. 
they actually had to start calling it Marvel Man instead of Miracle Man. And so, like, all these things have occurred. And until just last year, it finally was purchased by Marvel. So now it is a Marvel property. And uh, Neil Gaiman actually was writing a story in the 80s um, following up Alan Moore's run. Had to stop working on it um, because of the legal mumbo-jumbo was going on. And now that Marvel owns it, he's going back to it 20 years later. Oh, nice. Or 30 years later at this point and finishing up his story. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Sweet. Yeah. I don't know if it's for everybody. I don't think it's as good as Swamp Thing at this point. Okay. Just comparing it to other Alan Moore works, but... uh, I know in the second book there is a uh, live full frontal birth that happens, <laughs> flipping through it. So, are you just in the process of reading everything Alan Moore? Not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted to read Swamp Thing. I heard it was good. I wanted to change a pace, and I just got the third book of Miracle Man. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna read this, and I'm like, this is t- definitely another Alan Moore book. <laughs> Didn't even dawn on me that it was. You're slowly morphing into Alan Moore. (laughs) You're just going to buy a cabin in the middle of the woods. Oh, my God. That's the dream. And have six wives. (laughs) Have a long, crazy, grizzly beard. Wear those finger spike rings. Oh, fantastic. Talk about chaos magic and shit. Uh, But that's pretty much all I've been into this last week, I think. Right on. Right on. Well, uh, I've been watching a few things. Um, I saw, like, a really good flick that i uh i got like this like weird like free rental credit on google play for some reason so i used that to rent a movie called anthropod uh-huh that i heard about and uh it's pretty fun it's a it's a it's like a very it's like one of those old school type uh like secret mission in world war Two type flicks mm-hmm and I don't see a lot of those lately, and I was really into it. And it's got Killian Murphy and uh, what's his name, Jamie Dorn, who's fucking Dorian or the fucking uh, not Dor- uh, Christian Gray from Fifty Shades <laughs> of Gray. Oh, God, but it's like when he's not playing a weird like psycho rapist, he's actually kind of good. Oh, right on. <laughs> but it's about uh, these two guys that were just paradropped. Psycho rapist. <laughs> These like about these two guys that were just paradropped into the middle of like Nazi-occupied Czechoslovakia, mm-hmm. who were uh, on the mission to assassinate like uh, Hitler's like third in charge, mm-hmm. who was kind of considered like the main the main mind behind uh, like the final solution, mm-hmm. and uh, he was in Czechoslovakia because uh, they had a whole bunch of factories there, and they were like, "Well, you're gonna start building shit for Nazis," and they were like. No, we don't want to. And it's like, okay, we'll send this guy that's really good at fucking torturing and killing people. <laughs> then you're going to start making shit for Nazis. Yeah. So then they send these guys to kind of uh, to assassinate him. And, like, the first half is kind of slow. Like, they, it's all them kind of getting into the mission. And they do this weird backstory where they both run into, like, these chicks. And then they're like, oh, should we still go through with it? We're in love with you. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. But then as they go along... <laughs> Like, this, the whole second half is just nonstop action from, like, the minute they try to... The, from the minute they go into the assassination to, like, throughout, it's just nonstop action. There's, like, legit a suspenseful scene 
where you're rooting for a guy to kill himself before the Nazis capture him. Oh, Jesus. Cool. Like, he's, like, fumbling with, like, a cyanide capsule as, like, Nazis are breaking into his apartment. Nice. Like, it's it's super tense because they, they show you, like, what they, like, they waterboard a guy with a bottle of whiskey. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty sweet movie. But it's, yeah, it's really good. I'm, like, definitely check it out, Anthropod. And, uh... I also saw the Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson mm. classic, mm. Central Intelligence. Yeah. What a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right oh, on. It's bad. It's awful. It's really bad. There's, like, the the Rock's character in it has some qualities where I think it's charming. Mm. But then it gets to a point where he plays it up too much where I'm like, you're creepy (laughs) all right and then like the same with kevin hart like in the beginning kevin hart's like kind of charming like seems like a really down-to-earth normal guy and then like near the end he just starts turning into kevin hart that just yells dumb shit Mm. like the like just like i think this is funny so i'm gonna improv off this and just yell it over and over again Mm. i see it's it's just awful and then they do a thing where they like act like they're like oh there's a twist you're not gonna see coming and then, like the minute they like hint towards it you're like I know what is happening. <laughs> it's like oh 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 the Rock used to have a partner that died but he never found the body. I wonder who the main bad guy is. Oh shit. <laughs> well, but yeah, Central Intelligence is pretty fucking terrible. But I'm just hoping that it's like bad writers and that maybe jumanji turns out better oh who shit. knows but who knows yeah also uh been watching more of the crown yeah and as it goes on it gets really good you know i heard that uh this last week if you um take into consideration of all streaming services i think that the crown is the most popular show on quote tv right now yeah even higher than like walking dead really yeah yeah it's it's good i'm i'm pretty into it right now right on like as as it goes on it's really interesting to like watch the uh relationship between like the royal family and like the english government because for it's so weird that a government is so in like cahoots with like the relationships like the inner relationships of like a family mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like weird the minute like like a, a sister's like i want to marry this one guy and then it's like well he was divorced and he was like an advisor <laughs> to your father that's kind of weird we're not gonna let you do it <laughs> you're just like well we're kind of together and i love him no no it's not good for the country you're not gonna oh, and then shit. it's like jesus christ and then it's like yeah, but we're not going to take blame for this. We're going to let the queen take blame for this, your own sister, so that you fucking hate her. Nice. <laughs> and it's like, man, it's, there's a lot of, like, power plays and, like, just weird shit. Like, like shit that you would allow a normal human being to do is, like, used as, like, a, like, a fucking bargaining chip where it's like, can, oh boy. okay, if I let you do this, can my husband learn how to fly? <laughs> Okay, I suppose. Like, and it's so, like, the royal, like, the whole, like, thing behind the royal family is always so interesting to me because it's like, 
It's supposedly the most powerful family in the world, but they have like no freedom whatsoever. <laughs> so it's really interesting to watch. Right on, man. That's got me more interested to go see it because I right. at first I was not. It's got Matt Smith. Matt Smith is pretty charming in it. Ah, shit. Enjoy me some Matt Smith in it. Ah, shit. But other than that, that's all I've been into. Well, since... I'll see Danger. See Danger just darted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if uh, people want to talk to you how much they adore Matt Smith, where can they do that, JT? Man, they can do it at Bucky for Everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for Everyone on Instagram. And hey, we're not Snapchat. Right. You can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter as well. If you're into Facebook, you can look us up at Facebook.com slash Off Podcast. And you can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future on SoundCloud.com slash Off Podcast. If you're into iTunes, which I know you are, we are on iTunes. And while you're there, why don't you rate us and uh, subscribe and review us while you're there. Come on. I know you're just sitting on the toilet doing nothing. Taking a shit. Just do a sh- do an old toilet review. Yep. That's what we'd love. Five stars. <laughs> we'll read it on the show. Uh, also, if you're an Android exclusive user, we are on Google Play. Uh, so check us out there as well. Still no word on the Stitcher sitch. The Stitcher sitch. <laughs> <laughs> so don't know about that um if you do have something to say that may be more than 140 characters you can do so at review review pod at gmail.com yes i think pretty soon i know i've threatened it before that i will be changing some of those urls good for whatever reason see danger is confused on where to find the things <laughs> so I might change them we'll so they're we'll all let you know. we'll so let they're you know, all people. cohesive. Come on, we'll let you know, people. Uh, but other than that, that's the show, JT. All right. We have a big tease up front uh, that we may be doing beasts next yep. week, and in two weeks, if you don't mind me saying, we may be trying to start an annual thing where we talk about <laughs> the worst movie <laughs> of the year made so our, far. Yeah, yeah so far. So yeah, the annual turkey episode. The annual turkey episode. Let us know what you think is the worst movie made this year. We might do it. Yeah, we will try to check it out. It's a candle that just went out. Okay, I was Your like, laptop I was like, is not. A I was sunspire. like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I just saw smoke rising from what looked like my laptop, and I started freaking the fuck out. It's just a candle that went out. Don't God worry, God damn JT. it. At least it's the end of the show. Jesus. I know. I was like, let's at least hurry up so I can fucking, I can like try and save this and put it on the internet before my thing, my computer blows up. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's it. So join us next week for Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Yep. Guarantee it's going to be in the suitcase. <laughs> and then. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Then a, uh, our Thanksgiving turkey episode, which will be one of the worst movies that's come out. We're still yep. narrowing it down. We'll let you know next week so you can at least maybe try to watch it. If you are so inclined if you're to put so yourself inclined. through it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, yeah, that's it. Two weeks of shows in Here you go. the gun, in the chamber, loaded to pull it. Click, click, boom. That's what saliva said once. They did. <laughs> if people know what saliva is still. 
But until next time, I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm JT3K. And we are...